I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something right. So I'm a Boom! Boom. We're live. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. Live from Denmark, baby. Yes, live from Denmark. My boy, Matthias. I get it right? Yeah. Matthias. He's crazy. Keenan, uh, I really uh, appreciate your time uh, in regards to this. And I just want to make sure we have the, the right amount of time. So do we have 25 minutes from now on? 15 yeah. minutes to pitch you and 10 minutes for feedback? Yes, just about that. Yes, maybe slightly bit less. I got another guy right behind you, but we'll crank through it. So jump Fair in, enough, man. What do you got yeah. for me? I'm ready. Right. So first and foremost, uh, you're a genius for doing this because right now a lot of people are watching. And uh, you said to yourself yesterday with Twigbit, you need better gap sellers. So this is free marketing. And there are lots of salespeople right now watching this. So if they're, I mean, smart, if they're smart, they're watching it. This is very, I, I saw the, the LinkedIn comments yesterday uh, about this was one of the best live streams they've seen. And a lot of people from GetAccept are watching this right now since uh, they want me to sweat even more. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> baby, you got it. You got this. But um, Keenan, um, I always ask this question, and it might backfire, but what triggered you to take this meeting? You, Keenan Live. That is, right. is going to backfire on you, because I don't even know what you sell, right? So okay, cool. Fair enough, because that was my next question. Do you understand what I'm selling? No, I have no idea. Fair enough. I sent a presentation to Danielle, your uh, executive uh, assistant. Oh, I didn't read it. Sorry. That's cool. That's cool. So the problem we solve is uh, decreasing hit rates. Uh, poor follow-ups, poor sales processes, control in sales process or lack of that today, and uh, poor sales performance. So I want to show you um, a platform, maybe not today, that depends on how long we go, but um, I want to discover how you work with sales, how you send out proposals, how you work with the current tech stack that you have, because I want to make it easier for you guys to sell to the right people and to spend your time more wisely. So okay. the story time of this, I don't know, can I share this screen kind of? Can I like show uh, what I can uh, You might be able to try sharing and see, what's hap see what happens. Yeah, right. I'm going to see whatever you see, I think. That's a good question. I've never done this before. Fair enough. Uh, no, Keenan, I need to do some sort of Chrome extension. So let's just uh, save this for a okay. later day. Okay. Um, cool. We well, usually well, use Zoom. Um, and in Zoom, we have the opportunity to share screen. So when we do that, we can uh, kind of show the presentation. It's a bit more easier to grasp what's going on if we have it virtually. But uh, I'll try and walk you through it. Okay. So, Keenan, um, we are in, in like just, just one minute story time. What we're basically doing is we're um, helping the gap actually between people that are selling and customers that are buying. Because I don't know if you, I, I mean, yeah, you are pretty aware of this because in your book you say to yourself, it's getting harder and harder to reach, reach quota. Uh, they are spending more and more time. Uh, the forecasts are getting more worse than ever. And the buyer is really about to um, 
you know, you know how they explain or describe salespeople today? You probably know. <laughs> Pains in the ass. Pains yeah. in the ass. Fleecy, you know, uh, falling up at the wrong time, um, never take no for an answer, and so on and so on. And it's true. We are that. Yeah. Sometimes. Yep. True. And sometimes uh, I, you told myself yourself the challenger seller is the best one in your book. So I'm going to challenge you today in regards to how you actually work with sales. And to do that, I need to ask you some questions like, can you go through your sales process today? I know 100% is inbound, but what happens after that? When you mean like, yeah, yeah. Like, like what happens when someone calls inbound? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can, yeah, we know what happens. And, and after that, what, what does happen? Do you send out a proposal? Do you send out a presentation of what you're going on? Do you book a meeting right away? What's, so yeah, so so someone calls inbound. Usually they've read the book or something. They've called. They want to talk to somebody about, you know, recruiting. They want to talk to someone about consulting. They want to talk about to talk about training or speaking. Then I, you know, I or Brady, Red Operations, wherever that is, sends that information over to Rachel, who's our salesperson, and then Rachel uh, first sets up a discovery call with them. Okay, cool. So after that discovery call, what happens then? Uh, well, if we find a problem or set of problems that we think we can fix and we determine the, uh, the impact of those problems and how they're affecting that specific organization, uh, it, then it goes into it. It really depends. If either comes and they want to talk to me, uh, they want to bring other people into the conversation. So usually a second meeting of some sort gets set up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And, that, and that goes from our discovery phase or qualified stage into our engaged phase. Then the engage phase after we talk to them for a while and, and the other people get involved or they they talk to me or whatever, we flush out more of the problems, uh, measure and define the size of the problems. And then usually from there it goes into the uh, contract sent stage, the valuation stage, my bad, evaluation stage. And that's usually the black box. That's where they go, yeah, we're going to go back and check it out and see what's going on. And then 90, 90 of the time they come back and say, all right, we want to move forward. Then we send them a contract and they con contract stage and then we – then they sign the contract and we're done. Okay. Can you tell me a bit about the contract stage? How do you do that today? Uh, right. We have templates and we fill the templates in with the specifics we got from the, each unique discovery and yeah. then send it off and it comes back. All right. So do you sign it every time? Every uh, I would say I would say that's a great question. I'm gonna actually go run that run that one of these days. Uh, I would say we probably have about a ninety five percent ninety percent close rate at the contract level. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. I knew I knew yes. but this is this is very very high. It it sounds to me like you don't. You know, if you close ninety five percent of all your deals. You need more salespeople, as you said earlier. Yeah, yeah, hold on now. I didn't say I closed 95% of all deals. Okay, fair I said enough. I closed 95% of all deals at the contract stage. Cool. So do you know your hit rates when you're in the, for example, the presentation phase, if you're sending out some sort of, uh, you know, a first look at a, a solution for the customer? We don't, send, we don't send out presentations. Ever. Okay. Ever. Is there any reason for that? Yeah, it's fucking stupid selling. Okay. Yeah, it's dumb selling. It's dumb selling. 
Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, people don't want a presentation. By the time we're done doing a discovery, we have just completely uh, ripped their entire organization apart. And we know exactly what their problems are, the size of the problem, the impact they're having. We know their entire physical and literal state of the organization, how many people, how few people, what markets they're trying to get into, where they are, yeah. who they sell to, blah, 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 blah. And so by the time we completely undress that entire thing, we now, they know, they're staring at their problem. We're staring at their problem. And, you know, with all due respect, training is not too hard. You know, it's not like I got a complex product. I got to break their arm around. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, go. I see. Um, but you said that you don't close all deals. So what happens then? Why do you don't close all deals if you get the discovery and you do all these? Yeah. So usually what happens to deals we don't close. So big portion of them we don't close. We get the discovery decide it's not a problem that big. Okay. okay. The second reason we don't close deals is all due, with all due honesty is we fucked up the discovery somewhere. Like either they weren't very forthright and we accepted their answers at face value. Um, we didn't ask the critical questions. We couldn't get to a real problem, but we, we, mm. kind of, we well, maybe that's the problem. And we, we clung on to that as opposed to digging in deeper and, and, and getting more information. So we messed up the sale somewhere. And the last one is they just either decided to go with someone else uh, you know, they decided that our approach wasn't good enough or wasn't a good fit. Okay. Okay. That's interesting because if you go to the, the, the B2B uh, statistics from Gartner, as I already pitched you on LinkedIn, 60% of the deals that are being sent out today in the B2B world is not closed due to loss. It's closed to due to no uh, decision being taken and of course that's requires some gap selling as you are very good at but what happens just imagine instead of you saying no we're never sending out anything because if you don't send out anything you can't track anything well, what I can show you is a platform so you don't have to change anything it's integrated with Salesforce but when you send out presentations when you send out information that instead could be sent out in an email or messaged out through a conversation you can send this they can forward it to the other decision makers you can follow this around you can track their whole uh, process you will get all these notifications on your cell phone and this will happen in real time that will help you close deals that you're not even aware is being pushed at again at some point because today you have a huge potential of deals that are getting lost, maybe because people are, um, um, how do you say that? They are disqualifying you because of different things. It might be timing. Timing is one of your biggest competitors too. Of course, if you gap sell the right way, then you can solve that. I mean, it is you. <laughs> I know. But Keenan, this is you, and you have another person that is selling for you. But you need three more people next year. I can help you get those three people in from January or February. They don't have to be gap sellers to be successful. You can I train them. To be gap sellers. I know. I know. But that takes some time. What if I could show you and challenge you with this platform to actually give them a start that in the next two or three months using this while you're training them to be the perfect salespeople, you will also get the possibility to follow up on the customer at the right timing because you know when they've looked through your presentations, when they've looked through your proposals, when they've looked through all these 
information that is crucial when we're talking about timing. I see you have the gap selling methods all over here and LinkedIn everywhere. Why not use that when you're doing your, when you have the conversations? You know there are six or seven people involved in decision today in most companies anyway. Yeah, well, not, uh, yes, generally speaking, but not in my sale. This is about three, I'd say, probably three. Okay, you have those statistics. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, anecdotally, we never tracked them, but if I sit and look at the deals we've won, it's usually three. Okay, but do you know if there has been other decision makers involved? Um, if there's, this document has been shared, if the proposal has been shared or anything? No. No. Right. Remember, I don't, I don't, I've been about a 95% close rate when the contract was out. Yeah. I don't send presentations. Do you send out like some kind of information to the customer before that? No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sometimes we might send a video. All right. That's why. Yeah. So sometimes I think Rachel might send a video like that shows what we've done, shows what we've done in the past. Okay. And just like a reference case or. Um, no, to get people a feel, right? So it's, if it's speaking, we might send out a speaking reel. So usually mm. people, remember, they're inbound. So usually people have seen us. Usually people have um, uh, seen me here or see me somewhere. So they kind of know what they're getting. They've read the book. They know what they're getting. But sometimes they ask that to show other people the organization. Sometimes they're, if we do outbound them, and a few times we do outbound, they're like, well, do you have anything to help us? So, yeah, we might send them a video where I actually break down gap selling. Uh-huh. Um, we use videos ourselves. When you enter the document, you will see your first uh, video. So the, the document will be live instead. So you will have the opportunity to talk to the customer. When they close that down, they will go through the document that you've sent out. This makes the um, experience more alive, more digital, more personal. And then when they look at this, you can follow up. But I get you don't do that today. But the question is why? Because have you see these increased rates. All right. All right, Matthias. Here's the deal. Ready for your feedback? Yeah, yeah. Okay. First piece of feedback. Way too much talking at me. Okay. So what you've done here is look, you know your space. I love it. You know your space. And like you, you pulled out things like Gardner, the the CEB stuff about 6.4 buyers. You know, you, you pull out all the stuff, right? But you're, you, you didn't find a problem. You like you started to ask questions, and when you didn't find a problem, the first, second, or third question, you were drowning. You were literally drowning. Oh, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? I haven't found a problem. So you got to keep trying to find the problem. The worst yeah. thing you can do is shift and be like, well, I don't find a problem. So let me just throw stuff at them, right? And maybe I'll find a problem. <laughs> Excuse me. Right? No so it, 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 you really – you got to – when you think about this, what problems do you does your product or service solve? Well, we um, let me just find it here for you. Um, decreasing hit rates, poor follow-ups, a poor sales process. We align that, we streamline it. Okay, so I, okay, so poor, poor. I'm not sure these are all problems, but I can live with it. They're technical problems, but I'll go with it. So yeah. a poor sales process. So you asked a question about that. I described my sales process. And I knew it fairly decently. Do you agree? Yeah. And when I described it, did it sound like a bad sales process or a sales process was ineffective? No, it sounded like you had it completely. 
Okay. So, so perfect. So when you understand that, okay, okay, he doesn't have a problem here. Let me move to the next one. So what was the next mm. one? What well, was the next thing you guys did? Uh, the e-signing, the personalization through video. Okay. But that's not a problem. No, I know that's a feature. Yes. Yeah, so what problem? See, see, you're getting it. What problem yeah. did you solve? Well, we solved the, the, the lack of communication or the lack of, of personalization. But that, that's, not a problem. that's not a problem. Try again. Okay. I see that as a huge problem because okay. people don't meet up anymore. No, no, here's the problem. Here's where you want to go. Okay. If I'm you, I'm going to ask this question. How often do your, um, how often do your clients go dark? Yeah. There's the question. Right there, Matthias. That's I'll write it down. I'll write it down. Okay, okay. I'll write it down. Right? That's the problem. How often do your your buyers, your prospects go dark, and how difficult is it for your sales team to get them back? Here's another question I might ask. Does your sales team or your sales process have a black hole? In other words, do your salespeople get to a certain part of the sales process where they send out whatever they send out, they do whatever they do, they get agreements, and then whether it's one week, two weeks, six weeks, five weeks, for whatever particular reason, the buyers seem to go in a black hole. They don't know what's going on. They don't understand what's happening. Does that happen a lot to your team? Right now, that's a real problem. And then what you can say is, so when it does happen, what percentage come out the backside as a win? Right? Yeah. Now, if someone says they have that problem, can you solve that problem? Yeah. Like if I told you I had this problem, all kinds of shit goes into a black hole in my sales process, and then I, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what they're doing, I don't know if they're paying attention, I don't know if they're still interested. Do you get excited when I say all that to you? Yeah. Damn fucking straight you do. Because that's exactly what your product solves. Am I telling the truth? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what you got to go find. That's what you got to go figure out. Right? Do I have that problem? So at the end of the day, if you want my two cents, if you sell this anymore, you want the problems you solve are lower than desired close rates. Right? The other problem you solve is longer than desired sales cycles. Right? Another one you solve is poor win rates or low win rates. Right? Okay, so all of those you can say are tied to the technical problem, right, or the sales process problem of shit going into the black hole and not having control of it. Yeah. Now that, now you start having conversations with your buyers around that shit, and you got their attention. Then you can start talking about why do you think they go dark? What is happening? When they come out on the other side and they finally talk to you, do you win them or do you lose them? When you lose them, why did you lose them? Do they tell you that someone else in the organization wasn't interested? Do they tell you that, uh, that like, like, what are the reasons? And then based on those reasons, you should be able to dissect and show them, well, that shouldn't happen anymore, right? We can help you track who looks at it. We can see if it's sent to somebody else. We can help you see, we're giving you vision. Man, we're giving you x-ray motherfucking vision into the black hole. Doesn't that sound cool? See where I'm going? Yeah, yeah. And also making uh, pictures in their head instead of... Yes, yes, their pictures, right? You're talking about their business, their problems, their issues, not about you. The majority of this conversation was you talking about you, not about me, right? I agree. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. That's the reason I came on here. Good. So was this helpful? Always. Oh, good, man. I'm glad. I love you for coming in and trying to do this, man. You're a player.
Thanks. Yes, yes. So what are you going to do different moving forward? Well, it's going to um, – sitting here looking through the notes that I did before and uh, it's a lot featureish and so it's going to talk a lot more about uh, making sure you uh, explain to me what's going on and if I can figure out the first pain of what I'm trying to and that was you know increasing your hit rate which is pretty hard in regards to the end stage then I should have gone into the the sales um, process of when people are going dark and I don't know if that happens to you a lot but I guess with your name, they're coming to you mostly, but that should have been the second aim to go for. Yep. Definitely. And yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. So if I'm, if I'm gonna wrap this whole thing up in a nutshell for you, so based on what I can tell in the short 15 minutes, because I got another one coming up, um, is you're selling the ability to drive sales, right? Yeah. By solving the problem of lack of visibility in the entire sales process. So the people that are ideal customer profiles for you are people that have a lot of content that they send in their sales process. The minute I told you that I don't send anything except a contract, that should have been the first time I'm probably not going to be a good buyer. But you should have dug into, the, if I had a black hole, if I did have a black hole, how big is it? Does it bother me? Does it affect sales? If I don't, and my contracts are signed at 90% rate, I don't have a problem. You're like, you know what, Keenan, you got it nailed. I can't help you, but I appreciate you taking the time. And that would have been a bad, badass gap sell. If I, if I do have a lot of uh, information, if I do send a lot of stuff, whether it's videos, proposals, um, I don't care, all kinds of presentation shit. If I send a lot of shit to, to, yeah. to promote, push, educate, inform my buyers, and I want to know what's happening with that content in the black hole, and I have a black hole, now you've got me. Yeah. So now your job is once you understand that I have that, then you want to start finding out what the problems are. Do people get back with you? Do you know who reads it? Do you know how it's shared across the organization? If not, do you think that takes too long, um, extends the sales cycle? Do you think extending the sales cycle costs you money at the end? Do people come out of the black hole with a high close rate or low close rate? If it's low, why do you think that black hole turns them off? What is happening in there? If you have visibility, do you think you can increase the sales? You see what I'm doing? Like, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, bam, 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 bam. And now you got it. I thought you were selling the software as a service integration with Salesforce with some gap selling thing. Not yet. I will be. Like I gotta build it. I'm building an app that will go right. into Salesforce. So when someone does a discovery, they can capture the information in a way that people can go back and realize if they've got the whole gap. Yeah, but who's going to sell that for you yourself, right? Uh, uh, your company, a sales guy. If, yeah, but we're, right in the beginning, we're gonna. It's just gonna sit in the app store, and then. All right. Right, and then we'll sell it on, like, basically we're not gonna try to cold call sell it, we're, we're out doing training, whatever, we'll say, hey, listen, here you go if you want help with this, right? It's more gonna be a marketing play than a, an actual sales play, all right? Uh, but why not cold call that when you have those potential Salesforce customers that are too like small. millions? Too small, the yeah. app's gonna be that expensive, the size of the deal will be too okay. small, right? Fair enough. It's only gonna be, a, well, anyways. Valuable information, yeah. yeah, thanks. All right, baby, thank you for playing, I loved it. All right, everybody else, listen up. Um, hold on, gotta move. Okay, thanks, brother. Take care. Yep. All right, everybody, listen up. Um, I I love this. I hope you guys like this. So here's the deal: if you want to be on Sell the Keenan for 15 minutes, I gotta come up with a cool name for that. If you got a cool name, let me know. DM me or put it in the comments, or whatever. But if you want to sell to me, if you want 15 minutes, I'll buy that shit if I need it. But I get to. Rip you apart or 
hug you and say, well done. If it works, I get to train you. I get to video it, whatever. So you guys want to do this, let me know. Hit me up, DM me. We'll get you on the schedule. But until next time, I love these. You know what I'm going to say? All I hear, go get the money.